What's better than 40? It's episode 41 of Fourth Times the Charm, the only podcast where every week is a brand new concept. I'm your producer, Ben. Alongside me is our director, Matt, and today is I did. No, it was disconnected. I didn't hear it. I do feel, you want me to do it again for yeah, you? Yeah, do it again, please. I need to hear okay. it. Okay. What's Great. better than 40? It's episode no, okay. 41 of Four Times the Charm, the only podcast where every yeah. week is a brand oh, new good. concept. Shower I'm your producer, it. Ben, alongside your director, Matt, and today is part two of our look into documentaries slash movies that have a name very similar to the blackout experiment last week was the blackout experiments this week is 2021's the blackout experiment matt how fucking excited are you today i am full of emotion i i after our last episode i spent a lot i spent even more time researching what the blackout experience is and i love well, it even good. more than i did before I- I, I I know you had a lot of time between our last episode and this episode yeah. to look up information on it. You had definitely a whole week. Okay, definitely. I uh, so yeah, so I'm excited for this week's episode because this movie, uh, as I mentioned in our last five stars under fifty episode, that we found this movie and the movie we watched last week like at the same time, but completely arbitrarily. And we happen to stumble upon two completely different experiences that um, that, that had the same name and little the exact did we know, same name. No, they were one letter off. One has an S and the other doesn't. Little did we know that both movies had absolutely nothing to do with each other. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Not even like, like a little bit. Not even a passing resemblance. Whoever made other, this, whoever made this fiction film, this had name. no idea that there was a documentary of the exact same name. Because clearly, I don't think they would have they would have picked the name. No, no. Um, uh, but, but that's but, the hand we were dealt, and we already watched the movies, so that's what we're getting today. Fuck us. Well, Ben, the duality before, of man. before we talk about disappointment, I want to hear about what happened at the end of WWE Raw. Because in our last episode, you you might have heard us talk about the amazing Scott Hall who passed away last week. Out, may he rest in peace and his legacy reign true. But also, while we were recording, Ben was hotly awaiting the debut of one Cody Rhodes to WWE. And and Ben, can you tell our faithful wrestling fans who who definitely listen to our podcast? Yeah, sure. What, let's what let's happened? go through the minute by minute breakdown. Okay, the ready. main event match is Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. At 10.29 p.m. Eastern, Kevin Owens heads to the ring. At 10.45 p.m., the matchup starts and they have their first lockup. So Kevin Owens was sitting in the ring for 16 minutes. <laughs> Three minutes later, at 10.48 p.m., we have our first commercial. We return from commercial, yes, mid-match. We return from commercial five minutes later at 10.53 p.m. Then at 11 p.m. on the dot, Kevin Owens wins, and then we go off the air without Cody Rhodes. Well, anything. So half the match took place during a commercial. Kevin Owens spent 31 minutes in the ring. 
and wrestled for for what, a fifteen minute match. That we saw 10 about a of. third of it, which was in commercial. Dude, WWE sucks. But that's enough about me. Wow. How's your week been, Matt? Tell me. Tell me something. Well, this has been an interesting week. Um, after we recorded on Monday, I had just like a casual chill week. I'm about to head to Florida to go back and hang oh. out in Southern Florida, which is a So if hype. you want to rob them, folks, now's the time. Haha, <laughs> you don't know where I live, you sons of bitches. And the house will be guarded. So, yeah, I'm about to go, to go down and have a good time. I'm excited to go do some fishing. I'll make some posts on the Instagram about the journey. That'll correlate beautifully with when this podcast Remember comes to up. sunscreen. Remember I, to sunscreen. Ben, you don't... Ben, you don't need to remind me. I just... I feel like if I don't remind someone... Ben, do you want to... It wanna will tell, show... Do you want to tell the faithful listeners about your first time down in Florida with uh, with my wife and my family? Yeah, uh, they had a boat, and I sat on the boat for approximately eight minutes in the sun, and then I was sunburned for the rest of the trip. Not a little sunburned, Ben. Don't undersell. No, no, no. Like rock lobster, I'm getting cancer in the future. His enti- from his neck to the bottom of his shoulder blades was redder than, than hell itself. Yeah, if I bled, you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, I think yeah. you did bleed. And we couldn't tell. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. But I wear sunscreen. Liberally apply sunscreen now. Yeah. Thanks, in no small part, to my gorgeous, athletic, wonderful, could potentially be listening to me right now, fiance. Uh, because of her, I will not get skin cancer any faster than I might already get. And so. you won't wrinkle as quickly. Do you moisturize? I uh, moisturizing is harder, but I try to do it. I, I try. I Do know more. I I know I need to I know it needs to be part of my daily routine. It's just harder getting in the in the rhythm of it. Especially your face, dude. I know. God, I know. It, yes. d- just do that at a face and hands. Face and hands every day. Get tattoos and um, you'll get really good at lotioning your body. Hey man. I got that one tattoo. Okay, so we're doing we, that we were shit. talking in a group chat today, talking about group tattoos, and I don't want to do that. Oh, come on, but, man. Debut, debut announce that we're the, doing it on the podcast. The idea, though, of getting a translucent Nintendo 64 controller, but the insides are like your body. That's sort of a cool idea. It's I don't think sweet. it's something I don't think it's something I'd actually want to get tattooed. No, that idea is awesome. You should 100% do that. My thing with tattoos is I don't want to get something tattooed on me that's a product. You were the product, Ben. But, but like, I, I feel like there's something to that, you know? I yeah. feel like if I'm branding myself with a thing, but the tattoo I want to get is of a gold skull chilla, which is from the video game Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. That, I feel like, works because But haven't they I made want... a product of that? Not really. Okay. For me, the main idea is that I want an artist's representation of a piece of artwork. Sure. Yeah. Which I mean, which I is what you is, should want out of a tattoo yeah, artist. Yeah. Which, which I think is different. I feel like if you just want the PlayStation logo tattooed on you, like that's fine. But for me personally, I want it to be some sort of like artistic, you know, version of something. I feel so, so proud of you. Yeah. Really? Well, I've like, spent... That's like the only way to think. Uh, I could, That's how I think about tattoos now. I have so many. That's like, it's, you have to think of it as art. 
It's it, you're yeah. collecting art for on a permanent basis. Well, like, it's, and it's you have literally, a limited cam. You have a limited canvas. You have to it's find taken artists me you want. Twenty six years to think of one tattoo yeah. I want. So the the plan is blast it across you know, your entire chest. No, I'm actually not sure. Where would you recommend I put it, Matt? It depends on how big you want it. Like I'd like it like big enough to be real, like detailed, like HR Geigery. But like it, I it, want it to be somewhere where I can see it. Also, how do you want other people to be able to see it? Like not at the office, probably. Do you wear long sleeves at the office or short sleeves? Generally long sleeve. I mean, then you could. I would do it either. I would do it one of three places. The generic option is like most of your upper arm. Sure. So like where my wolves are, like that. Like is like that's the like you take up that whole section to get the detail. Um, you basically do your whole forearm, either the inside or the top, depending on how the shape of the thing is or you do like your thigh like where i have my dragon because that is a just a thick piece of meat all three of those are like good canvases that are easy to take care of the thigh one you can't really show off i i could see you doing the back of your calf um that would hurt so bad though wouldn't it it's not the best and, and also <laughs> and also that's one of the ones where it'd be a lot harder to see yeah, well, yeah, the, you're yeah doing your low, your legs requires you to be very comfortable wearing shorts, or no one yeah. will ever see your tattoos. Which is why I think if you want it like displayed and like a badass piece, you basically turn it into like a like a Legend of Zelda half sleeve, and that's like the main like fucking chunk of it, and then you can put like a couple little things around it. I will say it is cliche, expect especially right now, and this is some some deep some deep uh this will probably drum up some uh, some issues in the tattoo community ready for this drama ben do it it's really lame to have just your forearms tattooed and not the rest of your arms okay so i was literally just about it's to ask fucking, this question it's so lame i where, think it's where, super lame where i was like visually i feel like having it on my forearm like for me would be nice because i be could just be like haha it would I be look. badass it, it would but, look awesome there but, like, at the same time, I feel like it would look weird to have something on my forearm. If you had just a forearm tattoo and nothing else. Right? Like, that's... <laughs> it's gonna look... Li- like, it'll look really fucking cool when you have a shirt on. Right. And, and like, the moment you off, don't, you have, like, a gauntlet on. <laughs> I, should just, I should just put gauntlets on. Yeah, it's like... Short like, sleeves. That's, that's, how I, that's how I fix it. Yeah, I guess so. You have to wear exclusively baseball cut shirts. Like, that has to become your aesthetic. And, like, I, there's a lot of people who have just their forearms tattooed. And it's like, I get it. You don't, like, you didn't have to worry or and you don't have to worry about hiding tattoos nowadays. And that means you want to, like, put it somewhere where you can show it off. But it's like, I mean, I think it looks really lame. It's like, it's just like having- MJF. Like, like, MJF's tattoo on his arm. Mm-hmm. It's it's on the wrong spot. Wait, I have to look it, at MJF's tattoo. Yeah, if you look at MJF, he has a lion's head tattoo, but it's not on like the the ball oh, of yeah. his shoulder. It's on the tricep. It's way too low. That's fucking but, weird. And it has yeah, a David which, Star in it. I didn't know he was Jewish. Which the we don't talk about David Star. Star of David. Star. <laughs> David, David Star got canceled several years ago. I'm Who's still David Star? He he was an indie wrestler who was very talented, but, uh, happened to, as he described gray raped people. 
They took the Star of David off of MJF's action figure. I, I believe it. Well, the, the one thing about MJF's lion tattoo is that it's at the perfect spot for his action figures. Yeah, that's where they put shoulder pads on it. <laughs> yeah. His yeah, other action yeah. figure has shoulder pads. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. It, anyway, that was... Yeah, uh, no, there's that, like... That yeah. works as our... I, I, I genuinely, like... And it, it's what makes Cody Rhodes' tattoo even stupider. Like, just having a neck tattoo. He has a neck tattoo on his chest and a chest tattoo on his neck. And it's dumb. Yeah, and yeah I hate it really it. is. And like, like everyone his, hates it. It's just his chest tattoo is great. I think his chest tattoo is perfect. Like if he just had that and nothing else, and didn't put that giant fucking American flag nightmare thing on his neck, he'd he'd still look as good as he used to. But he now, could have put it like behind anywhere his else. ear. He could have put it and anywhere like, besides so, his neck. Yeah, he honestly put it on just about the worst. If he had put it, possible. if he had put it in the middle, like at the top of his sternum in the center of his throat, it would have looked a lot better. Yeah, it would have looked like he was a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it would have looked better. And but the problem is that the the thing is that logo is not a good tattooed logo. You can't like you can't take Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo and put it on his arm. I think it would still look bad. I agree. Like it's just like the shape and the design is not is not something you want. Like, you're going to look like a tool. Can he get that lasered off? He could, yeah. It would take a long time, and his neck would look like fucking shit until it fully healed. Maybe, maybe that's be... why he hasn't debuted yet. Is this... because he's trying to get the tattoo lasered off. It would take so long to get that lasered. Matt, could you imagine if Cody Rhodes is gone for six months? He comes back to AEW. Oh my god! He rips the scarf off, and the tattoo's gone. Could yes. you imagine the pop he would get? I, that would be the hypest thing in the goddamn universe. Because like the tattoo's really the cutoff point from most people like Cody to a lot of people dislike Cody. I thought his character work and his his his, his character and what everything he was doing on TV post neck tattoo was great. It's just well, we gave him a lot more credit than okay. We're getting really off track. It's the important this thing is n- mm, okay. We're good. I'll save it. The important thing is if you want to find something as hideous as Cody Rhodes's neck tattoo, strap in because we're going into 2021's the blackout experiment. With no s. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Five Stars Under 50, the podcast where we bring you amazing lost and forgotten films from across the internet that have less than 50 reviews. And today we bring you The Blackout Experiment, a film with, at the moment, 17 reviews, which means one person has watched it and reviewed it since we found it, besides both of us. One half star... (laughs) Yeah. Now, The Blackout Experiment is a movie about six strangers who wake up inside a room that looks really cheap, and they are forced to kill each other or watch someone they care about die. 
<laughs> okay, man, you're no, underselling I'm, this. No, no, I'm I, not underselling this movie. I'm getting, I'm getting this out of the way. <laughs> this movie is terrible. This is this movie makes me more upset than the last house on the street. No. Yeah, I, I. No. If you had, if no, you were gonna no, force, no. if you were gonna sit me down and tell no. me I had to watch, I would watch the last house on the street every day for a week if it meant never watching this movie again. Damn. Fuck this movie. I, I am so upset. I, I don't know what. <laughs> so, I, so oh, this shows oh, me. Oh. This shows me that. Us watching movies together makes the bad movies Good. better for you. I guess. This, yeah, no. If I, yeah. This movie is objectively better than The Last House on the Street. No, it's not. This is worse. The acting's worse. Let, the let me, acting let me in take, this movie. I disagree with that. Is I disagree far with that. Worse. Hard, hard disagree. Um, what, are, you're saying Troy Jones? Give me the machete! <laughs> <laughs> the Give lady her, who's. The Give la- her your machete. The lady's Give that accent. pregnant lady your machete. The the cutting noises as they got slow. The are you shitting me? The story the the like it had it used it had a system where the lights would go out and they would cut away. And okay, cut okay, back. okay, Matt. And nothing Matt. that would be the same would be going on. Okay, Matt. I'll I will describe this movie. So we can all follow along together here. John John David Moffat IV, never make a movie again. On this screen, you will see a person who is trapped. Someone you will miss very, very much. You can free that person very easily in yourself. All you have to do is kill someone in this room. When the timer runs out, the lights will go out, and one of you must die. Stand back. Which one of you deserves to die? Stop it. Alright, we have to work together if we want to get out of here. What are they trying to find? That doctor lady? She's playing us like rats. Maybe whatever else my wife will die. I'm not torturing us and let us out of here. Let me out of here! Give me that gun, we gotta try this with a wake up with six strangers who don't know each other they awaken in this brick factory looking room with locked doors they have no way of getting out each of them has access to a nearby weapon ranging from a hatchet to an axe to a knife to a handgun now there is also a television in the room and on the television a Japanese doctor lady shows up and she tells them that they can get themselves and one other person out of this experiment. All they have to do is kill one of the other people in the room. 
What happens from then is a 15 minute countdown starts, then the lights go out, and the lights come back on and presumably someone's dead. If you kill someone after the lights come back on, that doesn't count. Which doesn't make any sense. And whoever their loved one is, who is being cordoned off in a separate room, will be given poison gas and they will suffocate to death. Which you can tell tell is the same room that they just filmed at a different time. Because they try to get the actors to talk to the to the screen as if the person's actually comparing them, and it doesn't work. It looks like they're intentionally fake videos. Now I try I tried to make this movie good. I was like, okay, so the lady on the TV actually doesn't have the people, and she just recorded these like fake things they said, and like they lined up so well. No, no, they're actually supposed to be there. It's just that disconnected. Yeah, so this is an experiment to see what humans can Ugh. be driven to do. Uh, it's loosely inspired off of movies like Saw. And basically, it, it's it's a movie. And Matt, you're going to freak out when I say this, but just let me get this out because it'll make it faster. This is a movie in the same vein as Cube. Oh! In that you have a bunch of strangers who are forced together. And the whole conceit of the movie is supposed to be watching these people figure out like how to work with each other unfortunately this is some of the most sophomoric awful writing i've ever seen it's terrible combined with sophomoric terrible cinematography um awful editing and terrible acting, sound which for me sound mixing the acting is so bad it's good Mm-mm. oh the two women who are stuck in this oh, room God. are, you kidding are me? not native English speakers. Do not try to justify that one of them is a good actress. Please They don't. are not good actresses, but it is strange how they come in and out of accents, and it makes me wonder, why didn't they just hire someone who can speak English? Because this movie is a curse. But it, it gives the movie this sort of strange vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, where, it definitely has a strange vibe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not in a good way, but not at all. I feel when I was watching it, I had a couple good laughs in here because the writing is so bad that it reminds me of like a high school play written by a high schooler and everyone just needs to suck up and do the performance oh. where there's a point where uh, this this pregnant woman, she's... Uh, the first one stabbed after the lights go out. It's a pregnant lady. Comes back on. Oh, and, and like six people have bloody axes when she comes back on. Yeah, yeah. And we actually never know who was the one to actually stab her. It was so bad. No, someone said um, it. They said it in dialogue, and then they just moved on and never acknowledged it. Oh, okay. I zoned out there. Yeah, um, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, this isn't a good movie. Um, but anyway, comes back on. She's bleeding. Uh, she's been stabbed and she asks this one woman whose, uh, sister, I think is dying before her eyes. Yes. She this asks, is after, I this need is... you to do something for me. I need you to save my baby. So no, to okay. save her baby, according to the mother, this woman needs a machete to perform a C-section to perform a C-section. She performs a C-section, 
And the woman dies and the baby was already dead. So I don't know why we did a C-section. It was so dumb. But it happened. It happened. But yeah, the I, I just love moments like all these people staring at this guy. Give her your machete. Give oh, her so your dumb. machete right now. And, and the guy who's holding the machete, a really big cut dude, but he can only talk with his hand. And he keeps moving his left hand <sighs> forward and like wrapping it up and down whenever he says a sentence. And I know you can't see me doing it right now. I can I'm doing the you. movement I can right hear now. You doing it. He, where he grew up, you had to fight for everything you got. I and am L. Leon. Every Leon. single time he he said something he did it with that rhythmic hand waving i'm like a director told him that or a director didn't tell him to stop uh, I, this is terrible both. it's there so there's the woman with her sister she has a handgun that's a dud that uh-huh. was the stupidest part of the whole movie there I, I actually so... thought that was okay i thought it was the closest thing to clever that the movie had yes yeah, the closest thing and it didn't work and so, the, so you, wait, you the, skipped the, it. So the, the guy who has his, his wife is in there that he cheated on and that he feels bad about and then he doesn't kill her. And then three of the other people in the movie proceed to make fun of him for not loving his wife enough because he didn't murder one of them. The character taunts him in the movie going like, well, you didn't truly love her. You would have killed one of us. How do you not love her? You should kill yourself. And he does kill himself. Slowly. But because he kills himself and she doesn't kill him, it doesn't count. Which is stupid. And they do kill that lady. They killed that woman when they did that C-section. That should have counted. She tried to kill a lady and the person just didn't bleed out fast enough. What are these rules? There's also a guy who has a son in there. That's really all his character is. We'll get to him. Do you remember the circle? Uh... The, yeah, the movie where all the, the people circle. look at each other and they have to the vote who dies. I met the producer of the circle. Yeah, that man produced a good film. These people well, watch that even movie. Even he doesn't think the circle's a good movie. Where they look at each other and vote each other off to die, and then the dude kills the baby inside her stomach. That wasn't that good. It was like a six. Yeah. This is a negative five. <laughs> uh let's see. Other characters. Uh there's the one woman who has a sister with the dud gun. She sticks around till the end. There's a uh, there's the lesbian woman who encourages the guy to kill himself. Yeah, Alice. She tries to uh, kill the guy with a son, but he kills her first. There's which is, the... which is where you get shink, 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 yeah. shink, shink as he kills her with an axe. Yeah, every every time, oh. <laughs> every time the lights go out, you hear shink, clink, 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 clink. Ah. Fuck and this then it comes movie. back on and someone's dead. Yeah. Um, there's some brutal stuff. What The charm. I, every movie we... The last house on the street. At least. At least so, had the bookstore scene. Can, can, it can at I just, least uh, had the bookstore scene. Can I just read through a few notes I took while I was watching this movie? Yeah, hit uh, me. Movie? Smack me in the face with them. I put stupid filter, low production value. Poor audio mixing. Fuck, this isn't about the same subject at all, is I it? wish. I watched these in order as well, hoping this was going to be some narrative. Because in the fucking documentary, they spend the whole movie being... The, they spend the documentary being like, 
is this really a documentary? Is the documentary the experience itself? And it's not. <laughs> and then this movie isn't that either. Uh, I put, stuck in an empty room, holy shit, LMAO is this baby's first Saw movie. Which, oh. yeah, kind of is. Um, what accent do these women have? It sounds like two five-year-olds talking. Yeah, it sounds like it was written by someone who doesn't know how to speak English. The the woman is antagonizing this guy for not killing one of them. And finally, he snaps and he says, and he starts screaming, None of you know me. You don't know my story. You don't know Which what is I've just done. like. It's like the weirdest reaction to have after this woman's just being a complete asshole to him. Like he's acting like he's the bad guy. I don't it was it was just very strange. Oh, there's the part where his wife tells him on screen that she will be a submissive wife. Oh god. Oh. Yeah. The the husband then has a complete mental breakdown that's yeah. Not in line with anything else. I put, it's like a middle school play where everyone has their own square to act in. And then I realized, Matt, one of the reasons why this movie is the way it is. How? It was filmed during COVID and it's a socially distanced movie. Shut the fuck up. Everyone stays in their squares. There's no more than like three people on top of each other at a time. I refuse. I swear to, to God, Matt, go, go, li- go watch it back. I, I watched it like, like a, I get a second it. partial time. I get it. Fuck this movie. But that's why like none of them interact with each other. So There's dumb. at most three people together at one time. And outside of that, they're all like in their little bubble. Like it's an improv group and they're like waiting for their turn to say their line. <sighs> like it felt like open mic night at comedy sports. This is. This movie, I, I'm looking at the reviews in IMDb. Why did she make the woman cut her fetus out? <laughs> There's a note I read. There, there are, there are, I think about 15 reviews on here by by accounts that have only one review. Like, and like there are anything. Been, there are four accounts that have reviewed this movie that have reviewed the same four movies in the same exact time period. Someone paid. For bots, I believe it to review this movie on IMDb, and they both and both of the bots that are obvious bots gave it five out of five. If if they gave it four out of five, could you imagine? One of these is clearly a bot, and it gave it one star. The, when the pregnant lady dies, the really cut dude says a prayer for her, and then later, as part of like a, oh my fuck, you, you know, just like just like a breather scene, one of the women asks him. How how did you know all those words together? How how could you remember all that? He's like, oh, it's a prayer. It's like, have you never heard of a prayer before? Like, like is whoever wrote this movie are they unable to remember more than five words at a time? And they 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 try to set the whole up... concept of this experiment is so stupid. It doesn't even like, work. Like you could have made doesn't... this brutal. Like you could. They made Saul conceptually trying to push people to do something out of their comfort zone. Like that's cool. But like, it's like they took all the mystique out of it. It's just, 
hey, lights go out, kill someone, or we'll kill one of your people. That's it. What this That's movie, the experiment. Well, what, aren't we fucking cool? What MK this, Ultra baby. What this movie needed. If I were remaking this movie, I had the same set, and thank, thank for somehow different actors. The first, the first part of the movie is that those lights would have come on, everyone would have been freaked out, the first person on the screen would have shown up, and someone would have just instantly murdered somebody. Like, just instantly, just wham! First out of the movie, as soon as the premise is announced, and that person gets out. Instantly. That's a real Night at the Demons energy. Yeah, because... Night of the Demons. Well, yeah, because then it sets the tone that killing people actually works. It makes the game real. The yeah, game and the experiment never existed in the movie. There was no good follow-up. There was no gore. They didn't. They didn't show the pu- the family members dying convincingly. It was bullshit. The last two. The last two. They didn't even show at all. No. There was the because dude's son, and then minutes. and then the guy with the knife. His mother showed up. Which, by the way, that dude's mother, MVP of the movie for yeah, me. She only just looked happy to be there. She was no, she wasn't, but she looks really happy. She was, and so like she, good for, she was, she was she's like hey i'm gonna die and she was just smiling that was smiling fucking bright weird. as could be yeah and it was the second to last kill scene yeah it or really the last real kill scene was so strange so so strange and, and matt don't interrupt me on this one because it's it's really hard to follow here it comes down to the final killing stage the woman's already lost her sister. After that, there's the one dude whose kid is up on the line and the dude with the knife whose mother's up on the line. Basically, what happens is the guy says, hey, like my son is more important to me, you know, and he hasn't had a chance to live life yet. So, like, really, I feel like he should live. And if I need to kill you, I will. Which, to me, seems pretty reasonable given the situation all things considered the other guy uh who's holding a machete he goes well i'm gonna kill you and then the woman out of nowhere says i want to kill the guy who has a son also with the quote i want to kill the you sean more than ever that's what she says (laughs) and when he asks why she says people like you always win yeah and i don't know what that means i mean i mean the guy she sided with is black and the guy they're against is a white dude but like i don't the the guy isn't antagonistic the whole movie he literally is the only one trying to look for a way out even though he doesn't even try actually doing anything just think guys well well, let's just take a moment and talk proceeds to not yeah imagine that six times um not six more than six but then she goes i want to kill the you sean more than ever and we don't know why we don't know why people like him always win it's never elaborated on never once and then the lights go out and he kills the black dude (laughs) Yeah, fucks him up. Yeah, but because he doesn't fully die, presumably his son dies, but we don't know because neither the son nor the mother are filmed dying on screen. Or addressed at all. Or they're not even addressed at all. And the guy doesn't even freak out that the dude isn't dead when the lights come back on. Not worried. Just all those plot points are dropped. 
he ends up dying uh even though people like him always win and she wanted to kill the you sean she killed the you and and then all of a sudden the doctor running the experiment goes okay uh you gotta kill the last guy or else we're just gonna poison this room and kill you which is against the rules of the whole experiment but she does and then she leaves the room and she finds herself drum roll Back in the same room with the people alive again. Because, oh my god, it's Groundhog Day. Even though she has all the wounds still on her and they don't. And there's no reason why it's a Groundhog Day. Wait, no, I and think if they it's were science... new people. No, no, it was the same people. Was it really? That's what I took it as. Oh, I took it as she just went into another room a la, like, cube. No, no, I no, I thought they were the exact same people. If that's the case, it's a worse movie than I thought it was. I here, let me let yeah, me get it I open. Will, I already got it. Oh, okay. Let yeah, go go to the end of the movie. I thought they were the same people. I, I mean, this movie isn't good. Like like whether that detail's true or not doesn't change if, anything. If it, if it is the same people, it's because they couldn't get anyone else. Right, oh, huh. also horrible lighting in this movie. Everything, it, everything just gets increasingly red for no reason. There's no like oh, diegetic yeah. lights. Yeah, it's the same people, right? Hold on, hold on. No, no. I was talking about the lighting being terrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The lighting, like there's no reason for it in universe to be getting red all of a sudden, but it's not artistic enough. Okay, to, to warrant just strange abstract lighting because there is an abstract lighting for 90% of the film. A failure. No, it's on that different level people. Well. It is different people. It is okay. different people. Okay. Well, they just well, do the exact same thing. Okay, it's well, even. Thank God for that. No, it's not. That's not, man. The fact that this movie has credits. Okay. This yeah, is. So, um, so one, of, one, of the, one, of the, one of the IMDb reviews gets it spot on. I never wanted a character die as quickly as I did in this movie. The girl that had the gun had me wanting a T-92 tank to run her over for the first 10 minutes. (laughs) Somebody from the government needs to look into who made this garbage because it was a tax write-off or money laundering. That got one star, followed by Joe Hubb's review, which has no stars and just says, why? (laughs) And and, Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. The race baiting was, as usual, unnecessary. Yeah, so that was race baiting. Then. According, to, at least according to this IMDb, because they they don't mention race at all the whole movie. Nope. She makes that one line: "People like you always win," even though she's also white. And they never even like they never even call they never made like a point of like the the guy being like, "Look at that Asian lady on the TV," or like insert no. something substantially more inappropriate. No, than it that. was actually very racially forward. I, I just don't even think it acknowledged that race. Like it wasn't part of the right. movie. It's not part right. of the fucking yeah. narrative. But yeah, this is some of the worst. This, this is the worst writing for a movie that we've seen easily out of any of the five stars under 50 movies. It's terrible. Which made me like it more. No. Than the house at the end of the, the house in the street is a better movie than this. And you know how I, everyone who's watched I, this I, knows I, how much I hated that movie. I agree, which is why I like this one more. Oh no! I've, I if Cube yeah. wasn't literally one of my top five horror movies of all time, I might be able to appreciate this movie more. But everything about this movie, this movie, is probably the worst horror movie I've seen in five years. Yeah, it's pretty bad. This is it's terrible. It's it's, it's not what? even amateur. It's like not even like 
a shitty indie film on YouTube. It's just no, this is terrible. This is like a high school like put together a play. I, this like, is that's money the laundering. level of bad this is. I, I agree that this was a money money laundering you know excuse. If you're if you're what? listening to this, and for some reason you still listen to our podcast, please, <laughs> for the love of all that exists, go watch Cube, 1997's Cube, one of the best horror movies of the 90s, and it does what this movie thinks it can do, a million times better. Or or if you want a modern example that's on that's on Netflix, go watch the platform, which does this better than this. Or yeah, or, or you could go watch Saw. Saw one, Saw Two, Saw Three, Saw Four, Saw Five. Or if you want or something Saw that's or or if you want something that's not super good but is the exact same concept is of this movie, just better. It's the circle. Yeah, which I so, think which is a genuinely I, decent film. I could not imagine ever recommending the circle, but here we are. Um, all right, well, Matt, I think it's time for final scores. What do you give this? Can I give I'm it five? Can I give it negative one? No, zero. Okay, I give it one star. This is a solid. This movie upset me. I watched this. Yeah. I watched this shit on my cell phone, and I feel disrespectful to my cell phone yeah so that that gives us a half star rating which i think puts it ahead of the the girl the house at the end no because I, I think we both gave girl at the end of the street like a half a star okay so that makes it on par <laughs> fuck this movie i'm like i i, I don't want to discredit artists but i i don't even want to talk to josh david moffat ryan graff or, ki- or well, Jill Killison. after a review like this, it'll be hard to keep them away. Somehow they got nominated for a web series festival global award. What? It doesn't even for this. Somehow, it's money laundering because they got nominated for the award in 2016. Honestly, this would make a lot more sense if it was like a web series that was stitched together. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. No, probably not. I'm, I'm, yeah, nah. I, this is one of those movies where I, I hate being like an asshole about it, yeah. but like we really got to call these out for being as bad as they are. Cause if we don't, it makes like the times we really do like a movie, like Lunch Ladies or like How Masonberg's the, the Plague, like it'd be doing those movies a disservice by <sighs> pretending that these aren't as truly bad as they are. And this is. But I got entertainment value out of this one. I'm glad for how bad it was. Somehow enjoyed this. I didn't enjoy it, but I had fun. I don't understand. This movie made me feel pain. Next week, Matt, episode 42 of Fourth Times the Charm, which means that next episode we are going to uncover the meaning of life. Are we actually going to talk about Douglas Adams' amazing series? Because I will talk for four and a half hours about how... Never read it. You're reading it. You have you have until I get back from vacation. But Matt, I can't read. Listen to a goddamn audiobook that's read by Stephen Fry. And there's, right, and well, there's one read by Morton Freeman. I have Morton Freeman, Martin <laughs> Freeman. Well, we're going to do something involving 42 and the meaning of life next week on fourth times the charm so good night and good morning never watch this movie